It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. Sunshine here with Beck and Gisele, and yes, it is time for Pastor Phileas from Kingdom City to join us to help us grow strong marriages. Welcome, Phil. Welcome, it's welcome, Great Phil. to be here. Great to be here with you guys. So what are you excited. about to call Phil? Well, I had a tickle in my throat, but I was about to say something. Okay. I don't know. So I was trying to cover the cough and then also talk. That's right. You can cough. We're all friends here. Okay. I've had two coughing fits on there. Once, yeah, once with me. <laughs> yeah. I seem to have that effect on we people. We are both traumatized from that because it happened to me as well. Yeah, my apologies, gentlemen. I didn't know what to do. Anyway, hey, look. Last week or a fortnight ago, we talked about his needs. Yeah. Uh, so can you quickly recap that before we go into her needs? Yeah. We, so we're looking at the two, this being a proactive way of growing your intimacy of your relationship. Previous to this, remember, we were talking about defensive strategies. And we talked about a game of cricket and you need posit- uh, you need a... Um, uh, I said aggressive or what attacking strategies uh, or offensive and defensive strategies. So, so if you think about it like that, this type of thinking is how do we af- offensively move forward and grow our intimacy? And it's this recognizing that men and women have emotional needs. And when you understand those needs, you keep, if you like, the internal vibrancy of love and passion alive. And in, in, in fact, in the book, His Needs or Her Needs, uh, Willard. Harley says that each person has an emotional bank account. And if you can understand the love bank of your spouse, male and female, you can actually keep the intimacy and the vibrancy of your love alive. Not just I love you, but Mm. being in love, emotionally connected and the hunger and the desire to be bonded, just like you were when you were first uh, started the journey. It may not be as intensive as that, but the passion and the drive and the desire can remain in all the years of your life. So So biblically, why is this important? Because God designed us to be one. He designed us that the two would become one. And the three essential elements of oneness is commitment, is uh, the sense of determination, is the sense of uh, number two, intimacy, which is the communication and the collaboration, the partnership. But the deep, one other deep area is passion. And passion is that hunger to be one with the other person. And when marriages lose that, there's something lost in the sense of atmosphere that people can feel. And, you know, if you're in a marriage that's lost its passion, I totally encourage you to think about, am I understanding the emotional needs of my spouse? And are we working together to care for those? And and mutually satisfy them. And there's, a, there's a great verse in First Corinthians seven, chapter seven, and it says that marriage is a place of mutuality. It was speaking of the marriage bed, but it goes on and it says uh, marriage, whether it's in bed or out, out of bed, is a place to serve and meet each other's mutual needs. And this is a big part of growing that and developing it. So just t- touching base on a fortnight ago, uh, a man's needs. And uh, firstly, are they all the same? Every man has the exact same needs. No, this is, this is like a reflection, a trend of society, a general indication of men, but it can be the opposite for men and women. So last week we talked about deep needs in men is sexual fulfillment, recreational companionship, physical attraction, domestic support, uh, and admiration. And so they're the five that we couched last week, uh, last fortnight for the men. All right, so let's head on to the areas of needs for the wife. What are these? Okay, so starting first of all, and it's sort of interesting, men started with uh, sexual fulfillment, but uh, the most important thing for women is non-sexual affection. In other words, uh, a sense of tenderness and warmth and devotion from their spouse. He's thinking of me 
beyond our physical relationship. And I remember my wife in the early days saying to me, because because I was not wired the same <laughs> as her, she would, say, she would say to me, I'd like a non-sexual hug. <laughs> <laughs> Specific. Said, Very good. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's just have a, a nice hug. <laughs> and it was always couched in that way. Whenever there was a question, she wanted to be really clear. In other words, no hanky panky. You just focus on. You had to come I just need to feel loved. I need to feel emotional tenderness from you. Get get everything else out of your mind. You know, it's that like you had to walk up and pre-warn her as to yeah. what hug you're yeah. giving. This is the type of hug I want. She says, "I'm very specific." Okay. Uh, so you touched on non-sexual affection. Yes, uh, very important. So what else? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like many, are you two going to right? If you don't get that right, it's all over. Forget it. It's all, <laughs> may as well go home now. It's Coming a, in with a hug. <laughs> um, all right. So what specific are the, hug only. What are the other four? Okay, another, another really big one, intimate conversations. Now, intimate conversations, <laughs> let's just get clear on that because when men hear that and women hear that, very different things. Very different it's, things. It's, it's conversations that express feelings. So for a woman, she needs to express her heart and uh, it needs to be thoughts that are shared and can be all sorts of detail. And, and sometimes um, men who I would consider, uh, call them maybe condensers. In other words, they don't actually like too much information going in. And a woman might be an amplifier. She loves as much as possible in that conversation. But in general, men tend to communicate for um, information, whereas women communicate at a deeper level for connection. Mm. And if we can understand that, there's far more. This is why only one guy at a time goes to the toilet, whereas women by the <laughs> truckload can go in there together. It's not that they're doing their business together. It's just that there's a community sense and a collaboration that we don't understand yeah. at that level as men. So I go on by myself. End of the conversations. <laughs> um, another one is honesty and openness. Honesty and openness is not just you just tell me the truth. The issue for them is feeling safe and security. Mm. Do I create with my language, with my words, an environment that's safe, that I actually feel safe with you, safe and secure? Because... Because I think as well, in a mum's heart, there is so much more of the shaping of the culture of the family, the mindset and the deeper values. So she has that in her world that she carries as a part of her gift to that relationship. Uh, another one is financial support. <laughs> and I think you and I have talked about this a little bit, Gisele, but, uh, there's And there's been a lot of kind of, uh, kind of mockery or whatever of sometimes in the past of women's need for financial security and and what they look for in a man is sometimes his financial capacity but um, every man needs to remember this you might have a desire for a relationship but she has the capacity of the family inside of her she's carrying a family inside of her and and you know i know before i started thinking seriously about my relationship with my wife I mean, I just wanted to play and have fun. And, and then it was my wife's influence that shaped me to think differently about the future. And she was already thinking future and deeper things and relationships mm. and children and all that well before I was. So she's on a whole different wavelength. And again, not in every case, but often is the case. And so it's not just she wants money. It's that she's thinking about the responsibility, the weight mm. and the capacity of that. And, and then the last one is family commitment. She wants to know, are you up for the task? Are you really going to be part of the journey? Are you going to abandon ship halfway? Do you take relationships seriously? Are you going to be committed to the upbringing and the development of kids and 
relationships and so on. And so these are really important areas. And, and, you know, the truth is there is not just one shape fits all. In other words, it's one person is one um, man has five specific and then a woman five. Actually, you need to go through and identify out of the 10, mm. you know, what is it that really is wired into your heart? And it's usually interesting that the couples that meet, whether they have the classic five or they're different, yeah. usually they have the right mix that causes their relationship to bloom yeah, wow. and flourish. I do have a question. When it comes to things like family commitment, this is obviously really important at the beginning of a relationship. Yep. How does that then carry on? like throughout your marriage to make it stronger? Well, I think as your kids get older, as your your kids get older and the responsibilities change, in in the early years, the physical weight of responsibility with the demand of little ones who need so much attention. But as children get older, actually the emotional demands increase. And what I know with Sue and I, we had to switch roles in, in seasons of our relationship, switch roles and work differently with different children as they came through. And I remember one of our children specifically, because uh, in, in our family, Sue would always wear the kind of the one who was in charge of organizing and solutions and fixing things. You know, she had a whole bunch. <laughs> and I was just the fun junkie and create the atmosphere in life. And whereas there were in, with one of our children, she had to take on that relational fun connected role and I had to step back and actually be more of a a, a, a more distant in that and keep boundaries and accountability Mm -hmm. and so the bottom line is can we understand each other enough to partner through the different seasons and when you do you create an amazing dynamic that helps your family not just you as a couple to grow but there's no greater joy than when you as a team now because of your knowledge of each other are starting to impart that and grow the children who are part of your life mm. so Beautiful. fascinating it, it really makes me is. grab a hold of this information and go home and go alright let's figure out are the, are the typical five uh, needs of a male are they are they true to me yep. or do I kind of have a little bit more or less of yep. the, mm. the ten that you've uh, specified so we are going to put this online hit online sunshine.com.au you, but Pastor Philly is from Kingdom City. Thank you so much for running us through the needs of him and her. We really hoped you enjoyed that chat. It has been Sunshine's Beck and Gazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. Left a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.